off, welcome to the show, uh, Laurel Scott, Startup Starter, ECW Equity Crowdfunding Week coming up next week. So this pod is going to drop pretty much the minute we hit, <laughs> hit, hit done on recording Immediately. here. Um, I'm excited to, to, to check it out and be there. It's been a couple of years since I hosted my own events like this. And so going back to these kind of events is always like a little bit of a uh, PTSD meets memory lane meets lots of drinks <laughs> something, something lots in the middle there. Oh, we got you covered on the drinks i like that that's not you just won me i might be there every day yeah um, so anyway super excited about that and i'm i'm excited also just to learn about equity crowdfunding week in general i was obviously with technori here in chicago we did this in like seven cities we did an la one we did miami new york all these others um and then was involved with tech week too for a little while and I, I feel like all these events are they're a little different now like they're, they're a totally different feel to yeah. them. I remember trying to get music involved in, in our Chicago ones and the banker sponsors were like, who would listen to this shit? And like, it was, it was <laughs> so bad. And so the events had to be stale. Like it was just like, okay, founder, walk up, tell your story. But that's what it was. And, and now I'm starting to experience events kind of post COVID a little bit younger demographic culture is a bigger thing. Authenticity is a bigger thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like the events have a lot more life to them. So let's start with equity crowdfunding week. Let's talk about that. Okay. And then the company behind it. And then obviously would love to learn, you know, what got you involved in this as a, as an entrepreneur myself, it's, I'm always curious what makes people be crazy and join, join this crazy. Yeah, life. man. Well, listen, so equity crowdfunding, we, we, we put this together for a specific reason, right? Um, we had the opportunity last year to host the first conference, although virtual, um, because of COVID, we had a really cool and unique, um, turnout of people to attend and listen. Um, and so we focused primarily last year on the industry. We realized just through our partners and, um, some of the individuals on our advisory board that the industry as a whole had not come together for a conference in almost 10 years, right? You have many conferences, reggae, and and you have reg CF conferences or, or webinars and all these things that are happening, but there had not been a coming together of the industry in almost 10 years, right? Since this bill had been passed by the Barack Obama administration. So we've seen an opportunity, not only for ourselves, but for how we can help other startups raise capital and understanding equity crowdfunding ourselves um, and realize that there was a huge, there's a huge gap in the market, right? And so with that gap, we decided, hey, like, let's throw a conference. Like, let's bring this industry together. Let's talk about it. Let's see what's going on. So last year, we really focused on the industry, the state of the industry, the future of the industry and where it's going and how, how these um, individuals seen it. So we brought together every single major platform, industry leader, everyone to the conference live. We had people, we actually, because we're, again, we're, we're, we're kind of cool. So we, um, we brought people, even though we were virtual, we were coming out of COVID last year in October. We brought speakers instead of actual attendees, we brought speakers to LA, right? And some of them were also virtual. And we rented a really cool mansion and then we created studios in it and, and we hosted it. Uh, what we did realize after that is we didn't really serve the startup because we were talking so much about the industry. We were talking about where it's going and we were hearing from the leaders, but it wasn't an issuer focused conference. And so this year, our primary focus is the issuer is the startup raising capital, right? That's on one side, but the other side is people need to understand that equity crowdfunding is not just for 
the startup. It is for the people. It's creating generational wealth, things that you can invest in, that you believe in, that you can go for and say, you know what? I don't want to miss out on the next Airbnb. I want to get in and figure out how do I invest in these companies now? And equity crowdfunding allows you to do that. So our whole thing is investing is no longer for the 1%. It has been for the 1%, it's no longer for the 1%. There's an opportunity for people to invest in things that they believe in. I am a black LGBTQ founder, right? And I I constantly seen myself in corporate America walking into rooms where I was either the only one or there were not a lot of minorities in the room. And although I was able to easily adapt and and and, and have these conversations. I want more of my community to be able to do that, right? And so there's not a lot of that happening now, and they don't know about it. I go on the Uber, I go on an Uber ride. I ask them about crowdfunding. They don't know. My friends don't know, and so this is the opportunity for me to to be the voice for this industry, be the voice for my communities, and really steer the conversation into how do we get more investment in companies and how do we create more generational wealth for individuals in this country, right? And we also have other countries that are adapting to equity crowdfunding from you know our, our, our partners coming from Australia and um, are in the UK and in Canada. Um, so we do this for the people. We do this for the startups, the dreamers who want a better life and want to figure out how do I move my company faster? How do I get to the next trench? And how do I get my company to a place where I can go public? You get, you do that by getting into the masses, but we have to educate the masses on what it is that, what is equity crowdfunding? You know, we use all these big terms, reg A's and reg D's and Nobody knows what that means if you walk up and, and talk start talking oh. to them, but we, we use those terms so damn much. Like, no, like let's 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 talk about what it really is. It's very simple. You have the ability to now, where you did not have in the past, to invest in companies before they go public, or what we would call pre-IPO companies. If you wanted to previously invest into companies like Airbnb or Ubers, you did you had, did not have the ability to do so because you were not an accredited investor, right? High net worth individual, the one percent. You now have the opportunity because of the Title III Jobs Act passed by the Obama administration to invest in the things you believe in pre-IPO for as little as $100. We throw $100 away on shoes and, and, hmm. and makeup and clothes and all these different things. Like You can now own a piece and a share in a company before it goes public and then have the opportunity to still be a part of that. Listen, I hope that you're successful at this where I was not because I, I launched in 2000. I, I invested in Republic in 2015. Mm-hmm. I don't know, six, it was 16, before it was officially live. Um, partnered with Ken, started the first ever radio show mm-hmm. to allow non-accredited investors to invest in startups via Reg CF. Had live events, a nationally syndicated fucking show. Yeah. Like $50 million invested in companies. Mm-hmm. through the pitches on my show and stage. And nobody knows what the fuck it is. Nobody. Nobody like, knows what this it's is. It's incredible to me that I'm like on a show that I'm like talking on a live radio program. It's like, yo, look, there is like a list of 30,000 people who subscribe to my newsletter where I like do pitch reviews for, you know, companies that are raising money through reg, reg anything, reg A, reg D, whatever. Yeah. And I swear to I don't know... I don't know how rich these people are. Like every, every day I see another big name, like Tim Draper 
will be a subscriber. Yeah. I'm like, holy yeah. they shit. Were, they were part of the conference last year. But like, I, I don't know how much money these people are putting into it because other than the 30,000, I don't know anybody else who knows what's going on. Like, I'm, I'm literally, it's been a year's, like, quite honestly, I, I jumped on with Chris and King's crowd. Yeah. Because I was like, I have done all the talking I can do. I, I've done all the, like, flying people in and doing all this shit. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't make it work. And I, and I wonder, so it's like, he's got a, da- he's got a database. You know what King's crowd is, right? So pe- people listening to the show, yeah. most of them should know from, prior shows what we're talking about but like king's crowd provides this the the ratings and analytics for most of these companies that are raising i i felt like that was a way for me to step aside a little bit and and work on song finch and some other things we'll get into that um but like i thought you know what at least i could provide something tangible to make you want to engage with equity crowdfunding more and be more of a, a true, like a pro investor, if you will. Yeah. And I, I felt like Chris's product had that coming. What I'm kind of stumbling upon now, and I'm hoping that ECW is a great kind of like take, take this and run and, and can do this stuff we couldn't do. I was telling you this at the beginning of the show. We had to be boring. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know how familiar you are with like how radio programs are, but like relative to a podcast, we can't talk like this. Like the radio, it's like, we're talking for like four and a half minutes. We're about to make a point, And then it's like, well, commercial. Got to talk about some <laughs> asshole hammering nails into a fucking floor somewhere. Like, right. It's no fun. And I genuinely feel like we, I, I thought we were giving it our all to make a, a move for equity crowdfunding to like really, truly democratize and let people know what's available. Founders and investors both get you know, more access to liquidity and money and so forth. But I think the way we went about it, it was just so stale. Like it wasn't even fun when I was trying to make it fun. And I look at like what you guys are trying to do. You talk about the mansion and music and concert and events and awards. Like that just wasn't how people spoke about this. Like to get the VC community involved was like, they just laughed like, this is stupid. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, I mean, it's and just like, like an archaic thing. It's like, it's kind of archaic, right? Like totally. it's still like the way that they look at this as an investment vehicle is archaic to them. So they're, they're not super involved in, the future of it right and honestly like the it's not even the future of this is not even about us it's about the generation that's getting ready to come like they're gonna we we have to like get them ready for what the changes are going to be right these aren't the regulations that they put around equity crowdfunding they're 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 gonna they'll change they'll evolve over time they'll open up more right it's opened up already in certain in certain in certain regulations to raise more capital per year and things like that but you're right. There's just there's just a huge disconnect into what this is, right? It's not a you, it's not a pyramid scheme, but like when typically people feel like, oh, that's a pyramid scheme when you, you're talking about something new that they never heard of before. But no, this is a legitimate investment vehicle for you to raise capital for your company, and it's literally like protected by the SEC, right? Um, and but we just we we have to do more, and that's what equity crowdfunding is about. We're 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 trying to make equity crowdfunding sexy, right? Yeah. Sexy, and so that's what our brand wraps wraps around the making it a sexy like way to invest in companies. Like what what do you think? What do you think is missing? Because like I look at this and I I think like first off for the the listener like equity crowdfunding. If you're not familiar. Million platforms, Start Engine, Republic, WeFunder, etc. Um, 
also continues on to like fundrise and ground ground floor. There's all kinds of ways to fraction yeah. invest and stuff. I would go rally and Otis. Everything that you can fraction invest in is somehow way shape or form touched by equity crowdfunding or they're all there at, at ECW. So that that'll be a place to, if you're not familiar, go and then you'll yeah. become familiar. Um, but like the challenge to me has always been, there's just no volatility. It's hard to make it sexy because it, it doesn't have move and shake. And like, you know, for those listening to this that don't aren't familiar with this, which honestly is probably not very, very many listening who don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. But like if you go and invest in a Republic, it's a, it could be a crowd safe, which is the same thing as you'd be getting if some old dude gave you a safe note to sign for an investment in a company down the street, just done online, SPV, and all of the investors are on one note and it's managed by Republic and you don't have to worry about anything. It's no harm, no foul. Or literally like a reg A, it's just like straight up equity. So yeah. there, this is just like, to me, this is an inevitable that equity crowdfunding is the way in which we pass the docs around. Like what we call it, now or yesterday or in five years is sort of irrelevant. Like right. this is coming. This is how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to do this. No one's going to be passing around fucking docu-signs. Like that's not happening. <laughs> so, you know, so like might as well just get on the train early so you know what's up. Yeah. But I'm curious yeah. for your standpoint because this is, this is your deal. How, like what is, how do you make this sexy? What is missing from the current environment in equity crowdfunding, whether it's how the founders tell it or how the investors talk about it or how people like me talk about it. Like what, how do we make this more sexy? How do we make people want to give a shit about this in a way that maybe, you know, the past, it's sort of like, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I get more excitement out of people talking about a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter than this, and that blows my mind. Right. So I'm, I'm curious what your plan is. We talk a lot about the investor, right? The startup company right the piece that is missing is going to make the change is the people it has to be the people if it's meant for the everyday person to invest in this and to invest in the companies then it has to be there the disconnect that i keep i'm finding by in the conversations that i keep having within the industry um is that there's a huge focus on getting more startups more startups on a platform more startups more startups on the platform but you also, if you're going to bring more startups, you have to also bring the people that can invest in them, right? And a lot of this is still the angel investor who is investing, right? Yeah. When this is, we'll call it the retail investor. If I walk up to someone and ask me, ask them and say, hey, are you, do you, are you a retail investor? They're going to be like, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. What, what is that, right? Yeah, so like it's, it's, it's all it in the term. Sounds like an insult. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, I don't know. What, a retail investor doing my investing in clothes? Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's all in the form that you use, right? I invest in fashion only. Yeah, right, fashion only, man. So when you look at that, like, it's kind of, there's, there's, there's the disconnect because they don't know. There's no real education out there about equity crowdfunding. If I type in equity crowdfunding right now, I'm going to get a whole bunch of ads and all the different platforms and all the different things in equity crowdfunding. There's no, like, educational tool place or roadmap for me to understand how to um, set up equity crowdfunding. I work with these platforms as well, right? And I respect these platforms for what they do. They're a business. Um, what I'm what I'm seeing is though is like we're we're continuing to bring companies on, companies on, companies on. But my mom still doesn't know. My friends don't know. Like that's the same thing with everyone. You are still really shoving it down venture capital's throat to get on board. We're shoving it down uh, angel investors throat for them to get on board, to invest in these companies as they should, right? Because they have the ability to do so, but we're, it wasn't made for them. It's made for yeah. the people to invest in companies 
and to take advantage of what they couldn't take advantage of before just by investing in 401k. I had this conversation um, from yesterday with, 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 with Josh Snow on his podcast. Like, there is no reason why, right? This is all regulation-based, but there's no reason why if I go start a new job that I shouldn't be able to invest in equity crowdfunding. There is a volatility there, right? There's a risk that companies may not want to take in allowing their employees to invest in equity crowdfunding, but because they're trust, they're putting all that trust in like Transamerica and um, Fidelity Investment. But why should I not be able to have the opportunity to say, yes, I do want to invest in these cool companies that are raising capital and equity crowdfunding for as little as $100 coming out of my check, wherever the case may be. Think about how massive that would be. But that disconnect, again, is we focus so much on the investor, which is still the institutional investor, which also does not allow for our minority um, companies or Latinx companies and Latinx, um, you know, crowd of people to still understand because there, there, there's always, there's always been this weird, like, it's not weird. It's just an, it's actual facts. It's a fact of that minority businesses, women led businesses, startups, they are less funded. So if we're now focusing equity crowdfunding and we're talking a lot about investors, be, you know, reggae and all the, all these different things. Like, but we're not focusing on the the place where the everyday person can invest and become a person that can be accredited, right? Because if I invest in equity, uh, Rec CF, and then Rec CF ends up going public, and then I make a whole bunch of money, I can become an investor, my, uh, a accredited investor from that. To that point, like the numbers came out last quarter or last, two mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yeah, Q three point one two percent of funded dollars to startups went to black founders. Point. One, two percent of fucking no billions of dollars. Doesn't billions. This is the problem that we have with it. This is a, we could have this conversation for 15 hours on mm-hmm. venture and tech and startup. The whole thing, the whole societal thing we've got going on right now in this country. Well, globally, but this country in particular. We'll set that for another show with smarter yeah, individuals. We'll what I can tell you is like, I think there's a, a fundamental challenge that we, as the people who are responsible trying to move the needle forward, to the to the every person is like platforms like Republic and WeFund all of them they're not the way that their their business model operates it's not set up to help get new people involved like and when I say that I mean like a founder like their whole thing is like a founder is going to go close to the founder and they're going to raise a hundred two hundred three hundred six hundred thousand dollars from their local friends and family community social media type of deal another half of that is going to get raised by the platform Republic has itself. Mm-hmm. If you just do the math in 2021, a little over 200, $200 million is invested in reg CF, not the A in equity stuff in reg CF. Their Republic reports something like a million investors on the platform. If you just do the math, it's like $200 a person. Mm-hmm. And obviously we know that there's probably a two to 5% of the top is investing like 70% of that. So like whatever, but even, even if it's not, it's like somewhere between 50 and $200 per person are investing in these, cam- these campaigns. It's just not enough volume to matter and have the risk. Like $200 investment, $1,000 investment is not going to make you rich. Like even if it becomes the Coinbase of Coinbases, it's not going to make mm-hmm. you rich. I think education of crowdfunding is one thing. I think educating people on the idea of what a startup investment really is mm-hmm. and like how like how do you get involved with tech yeah how do you find like that's the conversation we start having and then it's like let me teach you the tools the industry why there's not a lot of people who are to teach you the tools right i don't 
I when I they don't want with, you to have the tools. That's the that's the point. Like yeah, and right. That's right, the whole right. thing. It, it's there's you know there's a money game. There's a money involved in how that is because you know they if you raise on certain platforms and they take a certain percentage of of the money that you raise and you know that's how they fund their company, which is right. business. That's business, right? But you got to still bring them investors, right? So if we like one of the things we're doing because we we are not equity crowdfunding. We're we're very agnostic. If you ever see who we work with in the equity crowdfunding industry, we work with everyone. We will work with everyone because at the end of the day, me having a partnership with someone is great, but my mission doesn't change. My mission is how do I help the people understand what this is, right? Right. Um, And so we'll keep down that path. But at, at our core, we are a business education learning platform. Right. So what we do is we create content around education and culture. Right. If you look at Equity Crowdfunding Week and you look at our at our branding for the conference, it's very culture. Right. It's culture driven specifically for a very unique reason. My I I'm minority. My co-founder is minority. He's Colombian. And so we want it to appeal to the more cu- culturally diverse crowds of people. Um, to want to come to this and say, okay, what's going on, right? And that's why we that's why we have this whole Coachella feel about it, right? Um, if you think of Equity Crowdfunding Week, and, and you know, one of the mistakes that we may have made is is calling it a conference because when you think of a conference, you think of oh, this is going to be at the hotel and um, or it's going to be at a convention center. No, this here is in the heart of Los Angeles. Um, art district. It is very artsy in the way that we put this together. We have artists giving you a Coachella feel. And then we have the actual companies who are raising so that people can come see firsthand that these companies are doing it and they can do it as well. I have, um, we have Boxable coming. Boxable is coming to set up two casitas. Oh, yeah, my guy. He's going to bring Tara you is, in his little, his little tables. Yeah, man. Aptera is, um, is unveiling their gamma vehicle to the entire industry that, they, that hasn't been seen yet. Um, and then we have cool things like mod vans who's raising for like their, their, I, I call them the Bernie man style vans that you, that are really cool. Um, we have robotics, we have big companies, we have CEOs, these are C level executives to come and have these industry conversations. Um, we are talking about everything from the democratizing access for minority and inve- minority, um, individuals. We have, we have, Meta is part of that, and then we have everyone in the industry. We we talk about six different tracks, right? The things that are changing the world that you can get involved in, that you can invest in, um, and with those, we're talking about clean tech, right? Clean tech is a big conversation right now. Global warming is a big conversation. I think people are so delusional if we think that it's not happening. But it's a whole other conversation again for another time. Um, but episode three. Yeah, episode three. So like, man, we try to make, we try to make it cool. If you go to our site, it's cool. If the conference is cool, LA is cool. Tech is cool. Everyone in, in in out out here, what we're trying to do is have them come see what it is, what equity crowdfunding is. It is it's real, and we're gonna show you a good time. Um, we have many companies uh, exhibiting, so we have an exhibit space outside. We have a huge. Um, Main stage that's really cool. We're giving away five thousand dollars in a pitch competition with really cool judges, um, and the the startup that wins out of ten con- contestants um, gets five thousand dollars, right? And that's how we want to give back to people. We want to show people, hey, like you, there you can come to something and actually learn 
enjoy yourself. It's sexy. It's cool. It's fun. And, and, and that's what we're going to continue, continue to do. We have some cool things that are launching that people don't know about yet um, at the conference um, that'll maybe change, change the way we look at equity crowdfunding as well. If you're in LA, you should get a ticket to equity crowdfunding week. We have made it super affordable for everyone. We have student tickets, we have group tickets, we have VIP tickets, we have everything so that people can come and experience this. And we, what we've done is we partner with other organizations, right? So there's a really cool organization here in LA called Black on the Block. And they really focus on the, the um, elevation of black founders and black entrepreneurship. And I just wanted them to reach to have some of their, their, their people come to the conference and get a part of it. So we, all of our food trucks come from black on the block. Super excited about that. Um, and then I wanted to give, I want to, to really like invest some time into someone in a company that I thought was cool. And there's this really cool black owned sheet company. And I was like, I want to give her an opportunity. I was like, Hey, like, would you be down to come and make the beds with your sheets inside of the boxable? Hit a boxable, boxable's like, yeah, this is great. And so it, it's all about how we touch and how we reach people for me. And I think this is the way that we can do it when it comes to equity crowdfunding. Um, and again, like me, it's not me selling a conference. It's not me selling a conference. It's me being a voice for people who don't know what this is and do not have the, have not had the opportunity to invest, but they're putting money in crypto. Come on. They're putting money in, in all these other, all these other products. I have no judgment on when people put it because you know what? It's so crazy. You have no idea when is the right time or the wrong. Well, $60,000 Bitcoin was the wrong time. That I can tell you. Um, yeah, I put money but in there's that. Like, that's part of the conversation. Though. It's fun. Like, right. There's fun. Like to me, I have always taken the position of trying to sell for better or worse, uh, investing very similar to gambling. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know a good team when I see it. I don't apparently always because I make a lot of, a lot of bad bets. Um, <laughs> The thing about right crypto is like, the, yeah, right. Like <laughs> the, the crypto piece, similar to like the stock stuff. Like I would argue what COVID did actually moved uh, crowdfunding. Man, far, COVID did something far crazy. ahead of where it was. Yeah, it did a lot. It was crazy. But like, I think one of the things that made it, it's like, it's a double-edged sword. It's like, it made it exciting, but then of course it ballooned some of the valuations, which is a difference. Mm -hmm. Episode four. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> But like, I think that what really holds us back is this lack of volatility. The fact that I can go on crypto and make one to 1,000% or lose one to 1,000% in an hour. In an hour. And here it's like, I put this money down and it's like 12 years. Like, I always look at money relative to time. And I think of like, one of the things that I, and this is, goes to your point before about education. One of the things that I think we got to figure out is how do we get people to understand that no one is going to give a shit about whether or not they've got a 1X and no X or a 20X on $250 in eight years. They no. just don't. No. So like we need to have people either putting more money in mm -hmm. or putting the same amount of money across more. Like I'm, I'm still trying to figure out if, if this is like, I think that equity crowdfunding is amazing because it gives like, look, if in the end of this, not everyone listening to the show becomes an, an angel investor. Mm -hmm. But what I want to happen is like when a friend shows up at your house, I don't care if you're 20 or 80 and right. they're like, I got this great idea. And you just know that there's the opportunity and the, and the ability to put in money. You may make one equity crowdfunding investment in your entire life. I'm wondering if this is better suited to hit ev the every person 
for that one time. Like, just be aware and know how to do it for that one time a deal comes through. And then there's the power user group of people who are like myself who are like, why in an eight-year fund or 10-year fund would I give 40% of the money I contributed to the fund? Why? Right. Like, that's right. fucking crazy to me. I would yeah. much rather go on a platform and find deals one-off and be like, no, 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 I want that one, that one, that one, and put deals in. So, like, one Man, of the things I'd love to figure out is that. Like, how do we find that, that target of people? Yeah, we've seen what happened with 401k, right, yes. at the beginning of this year. What happened with 401k is, right? People lost a lot of money, right? And you weren't even in control of what you were investing in. I was and all in Antero, so I'm good. Yeah, yeah, right. You, you, people didn't really have control over what their investments, where their investments were going. We trust these 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 organizations to move our money where they need to be to make sure that we yeah. don't lose. Um, but that's the first mistake, right? Um, but what I'm seeing here is that when we look at how equity crowdfunding is going to be in the next ten years, think about the companies that are out now in equity crowdfunding. We went through COVID, and during COVID, these companies raised a lot of money because obviously investors couldn't really go nowhere. They couldn't come see them. They couldn't do anything. There was no CES, right, um, or any of that. So you had to invest blindly, blindly, right? What Equity Crowdfunding Week is doing is giving all of those investors last year, 2021, the opportunity to come see in person what they invested in, literally in person. You invested in, you invested in Boxable. You put in $100.00 you should come and see your investment in person. You've invested in Aptera, come see your investment in person. That's what equity crowdfunding is opening up to. It's like, hey, like, oh, cool. All these companies raised all this money last year, but all these investors, they, they just invested in them, right? It's marketing and all these different things and people are bored or whatever the hell the case may be, but they still invested. But now you get to come, come test your investment out. Come, come walk around Boxable, right? What that does and the, why we do this is so that, for one, the companies that are raising capital can actually raise more capital. Because if we bring an angel investor, if we bring an investor, a retail investor, right, or someone who invested in Boxable, and let's just say they didn't know about Aptera, now they get to experience Aptera as well, which brings more investment to Aptera. And then also you see Boxable, you may have put $100 in and you see it in person, you're like, man, oh, no, I know this company is going to do things. Boom, you put $5,000 into, into that, right? We do need to look at, we already know that there is a, a lack of investment in these, in these um, more marginalized communities. And I kind of feel like it's still like kind of there in equity crowdfunding to a sense, right? Um, when it comes to the amount that you can actually, like the percentage you can actually raise. And or the percentage you can actually put in, right? Because like yeah. like you said, two hundred fifty dollars over eight years—that's not doing nothing for me and making any profit or money back as a retail investor. I mean, even if even if it does make a four x six x, which Wait, what that's is like that? A, not what? a high chance. <laughs> yeah, what is what, you what got what is a that G now? now, right? But like yeah, with yeah, inflation, yeah. you really got like six fifty. So <laughs> yeah, right. And so now, like you you when when looking at this, like. We need to be able to, you need, there's volatility, which is why they put it at those percentages, right? Yeah. Now, when I look at this, I'm just like, you know what? Like, there needs to be a change there as well. There's a lot of people who are very low income who will never be able to take advantage of this, right? Or take, or 5% to them, the 5% of $30,000 is what? 
$40,000, not a lot, yeah. right? And so how much are you really investing in equity crowdfunding, right? So there, there, there's still some gaps. And I think there's some, a lot of things to figure out. Um, it's not, and obviously it's not the easiest thing to invest in. You still got to get on the platform and you still have to go on there. And you still have to give all your information. You got to verify all these different things. And so it's not like I can just go pull up my app, drop something in a wallet, you know, grab, go now I can go, you know, invest in Bitcoin within 20 minutes. It's just, you know, you could do that in a sense, but yeah, I mean, I, th I think they're awesome. relatively that they're, I think all this stuff is relatively similar now. Like you go to Republic and throw a credit card on there. I think it's, what I think is important about this is that you can invest mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you should or mm -hmm. that you will, but like prior to this, you couldn't. Mm -hmm. So like to me, the idea that there's nobody on the street, Rich, mm -hmm. poor, white, black, girl, boy, it doesn't matter. Like, everybody can put in now. And it's like, to me, it's like, you got to know, like, you just got to know your options. Mm -hmm. And I don't, we don't talk to people enough about the options. Mm -hmm. This is, this smart. is another you option. Too. You got to be smart. You got to, right. you got to. Oh, well, yeah, you that's a follow. whole nother. That's, that's a whole nother. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you got to follow what you're investing in, right? You got to, you got to kind of know, you still want to do your due diligence when it comes to investing, right? And that's where the protection comes in from the SEC yeah. is like, they're not going to just let you just throw all your money into one thing, even though we can go to Vegas and throw all of our money out anyway, it doesn't matter. Or, right. Um, right. But like. No, like, yeah, anyone, anyone, anyone can be a part of this. I mean, obviously 18 years of age or older, you have to be, you know, meet that threshold, but All the basic, yeah. yeah, the basic stuff, but yeah, anyone can do this. Like, and it's, it's got, it's pretty fun. Actually. I'm, I've, I've met some really cool companies, really cool, like companies that, that I feel like are, are really going places. Um, and I just love having the conversation with these founders. I love, I love, I love it. I like, I think that I, I myself, I'm just like, wow, like, look at what we can do as a people, right? Just by making small changes and making new rules and new things. And we've lived in a society where like a lot of the rules that we've had when I was a kid are still the same rules as they are today. I yeah. mean, you know, we're going to talk about presidents here, but like, you know, why can't I raise, why can't I? Some, can of the, I some of the rules that we grew up with are actually going backwards. Yeah, another. yeah. Episode six of the yeah, show. Yeah, episode six. There are there are some rules that are going backwards, and everybody knows what we're talking about. Like, come oh on, the, yes. the, the R &R. If you listen to this show, you you already know where I stand. It's yeah. Not, yeah. Okay. Well, it's shit. Really we can talk good. about it then. But yeah, this is this is big. This is big. This is big. Right. This could listen. This could this could go great. This could fail. This could whatever. But at the end of the day, the mission is the same. Like people, people, people education education so we are working on and you know if anyone wants to jump on board and be a part of this we already have some people that are going to be a part of this we are working on a series because that's who we are and it's called strength in numbers and it's all about the education factor of equity crowdfunding how do i do it how do i learn where do i where do i go what are the next steps because a lot of times right now if you go on if you go on even to the even to the some some of the platforms right there's not a lot of education before I sign up right. and invest. There's no real videos that I'm watching, right? Yeah, I get hit with it. I get hit with an ad, right? And it, it, but that's not teaching me anything. An ad that passes by me, and I got I have to stay on it for more than three seconds, and then you catch my algorithm, and then now you're sending me all these ads every day, right? But where's the education? So that's what that's what we're here for, right? We have an entire streaming platform. You can go relive the conference from last year inside of our streaming platform. Um, you'll be able to take advantage of it again. We'll do post production, all the content, everything is being filmed um, this year as well. But 
now we have an opportunity to really make a difference in the educational side of equity crowdfunding. We have a lot of people that have reached out to us like, hey, like I love what you guys are doing. I love what you got, that you guys are focusing on the educational piece and like trying to really get this out to the masses. The only way that we can reach the masses is if we touch things that touch the masses, right? So we reached out to companies, telephone companies like AT&Ts of the world and the banking institutions. They touch the masses. They touch the people. So if we partner with them, we can figure out how do we, how do we, if they're wanting to, to get a part, be a part of this, um, this industry, how do we get them involved to where they're putting the message out to the masses around the educational piece of investing? There, there lies another problem as well. How many organizations, how many different companies private equity firms and home offices and all that or uh, anyway how many of them are teaching people how to invest obviously it's not, it's not, it's not enough it's not like, enough it's and and i'm i guess i'm glad you guys are doing that i'm excited to be a part of this and you no know, king's crowd is, is a one of the sponsors of this and hopefully yeah, being there at the awards ceremony, I'm excited about the whole thing. So, like, where I guess wrap it up. But where do where do people go to, to if they want to get tickets right now? Where do people go to follow and learn more about this? Where do people go to follow you and yeah. just kind of be part of the movement going forward? Listen, you can type my name into Instagram, Laurel Scott. Um, you can find us at startupstarter.co on Instagram. You can go to www.startupstarter.co slash ECW and you can see everything about it and you can get tickets. It is next week. You should be there. Check it out. Learn something new. Um, rub shoulders with some new people. Come on. Like we have been in COVID for how long and now we're out of it a little bit. I mean, it's still there, but we're out of it. And now you have the opportunity. Uh, what I'm excited most about is, um, uh, what I've heard from a lot of the like people in the industry, people who are participating is like, I'm looking forward to coming and seeing all the people that I talked to on zoom for the last three years and people that I haven't seen. And a lot of these people I've become friends with, but I've literally become friends with them. I've never met them in my life. Aton Butler is from downward group. He is our biggest supporter. He is our biggest sponsor. And he 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 writes us our first check always. He always backs us. He tells us like, hey, like here, here's what you can do. When when we're when we're struggling to figure out certain things and how we can move this industry, like he's right there. And what I love about that is having mentorship in this industry has been big. Um and it's giving opportunity for us to, to, to take our vision and take our mission to another level. And I haven't even met him in person myself, but he has become a yeah. brother of mine. So you know what I'm saying? This will be the chance. So let's do it. Like everybody come together. I'm looking forward to seeing you, Scott. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the entire Kings crowd team. Uh, we are awarding 19 companies that the crowd voted on, by the way. Right. In two months, we had 12,000 people vote from the crowd. Um, on these cool companies and we have 19 awards that we are giving away from industry awards to founder founder awards to the founder of color award the female founder of the year award and you have the opportunity to come check that out and this is something totally new for the industry and you know we want it to be a success and people like you scott people like king's crowd and our partners and our sponsors that uh, that are that participate in this they help make that possible so thank you um, and I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to more of this. Check us out. And, and I, I promise you, you won't be disappointed. We got a hell of a show that we put, we're putting together. Awesome. Well, listen, I'm, I appreciate being a part of it. I appreciate what you guys are doing for it. Um, and of course, uh, Laurel, thank you for taking the time to come on the show today. 
If you're interested in self-directed investing from startups to crypto and public markets, my Substack is a great way to learn how professional investors screen, review, and pull the trigger on deals. Join the largest community of micro-investors and startup founders on Substack by going to katoon.com.